Welcome everyone to the Two Tongues Podcast. Consider this your invitation to join Kyle and Chris on a journey through our minds. Where we explore the questions that have fascinated us for as long as we can remember. Could anarchy actually work? Does God exist? And just how did the cosmos get here anyway? Let me be the Virgil to your Dante, the Sacagawea to your Lewis and Clark. Let's take the guided tour through the dark chambers of our unconscious, seeking answers to the most important and unsettled questions of our shared existence. Ready or not, here we go. And we're live. I can hear it. Get the fuck up. All right, right, and we're live. That wasn't the beginning. That'll work. (laughs) Oh, you wanted the you wanted the dude walking through the desert? No, it's a sample from King Kong. Remember the King Kong movie uh, in the 30s? They use, they use the sound for that sample, and I just, I really dig it. The intro to that song is awesome. We, we fucking blew it. So. Yeah, we blew it. This has been a disaster, but that's all right. Um, we're trying to do a little intro music for Josh joining the podcast. Josh hasn't been on the podcast since it's been a minute. season two, early season two, maybe? Yeah. And I don't have WrestleMania. We've got entrance music tonight. But I'm an avid listener. Just because I ain't been on don't mean I don't know what y'all been talking about. I just see legit, mostly. <laughs> Very true. Well, um, this is unusual because uh, Kyle and I usually record Sunday bright and early in the morning. Yes, indeed. 8 o'clock in the morning. Now it's 8 o'clock in the evening. It's in the evening time. 12-hour swing. Yep. Kyle couldn't join us this morning because he was at church. Yep. That's the new, not just the new normal, not just any church, but Eastern Orthodox Church. Let me interrupt at this point, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Kyle, I've, al- I've always known you to be, I don't want to say the wrong thing, somewhat of an atheist. Is that the right word? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. And- well, no, I mean, the last few years I haven't been. I, I had like a. I had a coming out of my atheist phase into kind of like a new age kind of a. You know, like the kind of stuff Chris is into, you know, the the psychedelic spirituality and uh, that I, that was my transition into a more mystical version of Christianity. Um, I get that. And I looked into this, uh, whatever you want to call it, Eastern Orthodox Russian, whatever you want to call it. But I did not a lot of research. I'm not going to act like I read it or anything, but I watched a couple of videos. And it, yeah. se- it seems to be roughly very similar, and for the most part, to the Christianity that I grew up with. Okay. Uh, but I, I didn't read deep into it or anything. I just, yeah, I glanced. Sure. It seems very similar. Is that not the case? Well, there are definitely similarities. I mean, it is, it's a branch of Christianity. So there are naturally going to be things that are similar. You know, it's like a, 
the Indo Indo European language family. There are different languages, but they all have tons of stuff in common. Um, and it's kind of like that. I mean, you know, there's the there's Jesus, there's the Trinity, there's Jesus dying for our sins, there's the entire Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of crossover, but where uh, things get different is, um, I mean, there's a lot of areas where it gets different, but kind of similar to Catholicism, um, Eastern Orthodox has an appreciation for saints and things like that. They venerate saints. Um, they use holy icons, which are like paintings. Um, you know, uh, there. I think if you went to an Eastern Orthodox divine liturgy, I think that you would you would say that they they have a lot that is different as well. Hundred percent. I'm over too. But yeah, man, you should. It, it, there's a bunch of Orthodox churches down in Columbus. Well, I mean, at the risk of offending you, you, you're my man. I don't know. I want to offend you, but no, no. when you say that there's similarities to Catholicism, I've always been a deep believer that Catholicism is a, a fucking cult. <laughs> a cult? I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hear you. I don't, ha I'm not like a, a huge lover of the Vatican, uh, you know? That, that being said, I think that Catholic people are – I know a lot of really good Catholic people who I, I think are good Christians. Um, you know, I, I, do, I do have trouble with the Vatican, um, particularly – I mean, I have trouble with the Vatican going back a long way um, just from my, like, cursory understanding of the history. But um, I particularly have a problem with the current pope. I'm not a huge fan of that dude. Um, that, honestly, I, I went to – a catechism class for Catholicism. My friend Joe, who might be on the podcast soon, um, he invited me. I didn't really know that's what it was. I, I don't know what I thought it was, um, but <clears throat> I went to it. And when I realized that it was, you know, a class that if I continued doing it, I would be Catholic at the end of it. I was right. like, no, I don't think I'm, I, I don't really want to do that. But uh, to address what you're saying about them having similarities, there are some similarities but there are tons of differences too. I mean, so to address like the history of that in the year 1054, the Catholic church and the Orthodox church were one church. And, you know, depending on who you ask, which side of the story, they all have their own reasons for why they say it happened. Um, and I, I mean, to be fair, a lot of it was political, but a lot of it was theological as well. Um, but no, they have, Big, big differences. Like, uh, there's not one guy in charge of Catholic, or I'm sorry, in charge of Orthodoxy. Um, you know, it's broken up into patriarchs, and it's just a more, you know, yeah. So no, so no, not, not no so top down. Yeah, no, no pope, but they still have um, patriarchs. Yeah, the, 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 bishops, which is basically cardinals or archbishops. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think archbishop is, uh, but I, I'm not sure. Well, let me let me tell you, Josh. I went to Orthodox Church with Kyle last Sunday, and I've never been before. Never. And All right. It, when you pull up to the church, it's like a a relatively small church, nothing like super huge or fancy. But in the but the moment you walk into that church, it looks like nothing you've ever seen before. I'm talking, talking floor to ceiling murals of angels and Jesus and the apostles and like stories from the Bible painted from the ceiling to the to the floor, and they have a huge dome in the middle of the building that lets light in and even the dome is painted and there's like a chandelier hanging from that dome. And there's little, 
There's little portraits all around the chandelier. I mean, it's like the craziest thing you've ever seen. And it's like if you didn't, if you couldn't read the Bible, you could see the stories painted all over the church. Um, sounds, it sounds, it sounds really sweet. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't read enough about it. I don't want to, you know, confirm or deny my belief at this point. Um, but if if Kyle's into it, and if my brother's into it, then I'm gonna have to check it out. And at a later date, we can have a deeper conversation. It's cool, man. There's a lot of a uh, lot of interesting stuff in there. So the church Kyle and I went to was a Russian Orthodox church. And the entire service was in Russian, so we couldn't really understand anything that was said. Mom. It was it was it was two and a half hours long, and there was no pews. You couldn't sit. You stand the whole time. You stand. Stand the whole time. Two and a half hours we stood. And listen to that fucking pig Latin shit for two hours. Yeah, it's Russian. <laughs> Listening to Russian pig Latin. Dude, dude. It, my shoulders hurt so bad by the time we were done just from standing there for two and a half hours. But it was very, it was very interesting, man. They've got in orthodoxy, they've got this, uh, this thing with icons where it's like they'll have a painting of a saint or a painting of a, uh, of a, of one of the apostles. And when the people come into the church, they go around from like different areas in the church and they kiss, they kiss the, the paintings and the mothers will come in with the, with their children and lift the children up, and the children kiss the paintings. It's strange. It's strange from our perspective, but it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting, man. I don't know. That's and everyone's everyone's lighting candles and like I don't understand any of it. They're lighting candles and putting candles down and like there's like incense, you know, and the whole room is full of smoke. It's very interesting, man. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be proud of me, dude. I started listening to that audio book, uh, "The Sacred Mushroom on the Cross." Yes. Oh, nice. I'm not that far into it, but I started listening to it for you, Bob. Well, let me know what you think, man. The Sacred Mushroom on the Cross episode that we did is our is our most popular episode by a long shot. And there's a there's a part in it that Kyle laughed about, which was um, one of the names of God is called uh, I can't remember the the name itself, but it means mighty penis of the storm and kyle, kyle was like yeah <laughs> mighty penis that's, of the storm that's my wrestler nickname penis of the storm <laughs> that's a, like the name of the next uh, indie rock band oh yeah dude <sighs> so anyway listen i don't want to change the subject or no shit but you know uh you guys are probably the most intelligent people that i talk to in my life and I watched it. Uh, you ever watch that show, History's Greatest Mystery? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, with uh, with Lawrence, Larry Fishbone, Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the one about the Antikythera mechanism? I haven't seen it, but I've seen I've seen stuff about it before, um, like years ago on the History Channel. I have and no idea what it is. Tell so. tell Kyle oh. all about it. Oh. It's the equivalent of finding a fucking jet plane in the in the tomb of King Tut, bro. Uh, yeah, as I can. Like I'm not, you know, I may mess with this, but I'll explain it to you know. So, it's in a two thousand year old shipwreck. The shipwreck went down in eighty BC. Damn. 
So the first things we started bringing up were like bronze statues and things they thought were treasure. You know what I mean? Things they thought had value. And then, and then after all that, they started picking up and bringing up just whatever the fuck. And they brought this thing up, and it was all, uh, what's that word? A patina. You know, like when stuff's under the ocean, it gets all like crusted together. Noise. I'm freezing, bro. I gotta close my window. Hold up. All right. We got a little, got a little baritone echo. It's going. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if the audience can. Here, Sounds but... like the devil is there, like like talking behind him. Bro, bro, bro. What are we looking at here? We're looking at a headboard. I bet. I bet you. Josh is coming to us all the way from Chillicothe, Ohio, which used to be our state's capital. Now it's what the uh, what they call in layman's terms BFE. Go ahead. There he is. All right. So they they pull this thing up from this boat and mm. it has the interest it not only does it have what you would recognize like gear you know but it has what has differentials which is a, a bigger gear that turns a smaller gear it's like what you have in the, the rear of in the end of the car mm. but this technology these gear teeth these things the next, the next time it was seen was in 1500 AD. That's crazy. So, well, it gets it gets crazier. It's crazier. Yeah. So what they do is they start taking, uh, I don't know, what do you call X-rays and uh, you know stuff to look inside and try to figure out all the little pieces and parts. And then you got this like super genius guy that tried to recreate it. <clears throat> I'm so cold. Sorry if I'm shaking and shit. Um, he tried to recreate it. And what this thing does is it predicts eclipses, predicts phases of the moon, it predicts uh, all the planetary movement around the Earth, the planets they knew about, you know, back then, which was only like four. But it predicts them so perfectly. That in, in in 2000 BC, if you could say if you could if you could tell the people when the eclipse was coming, that was magic. You were oh, a yeah. god. You, you know you could end up being a king. That's telling the future. And this device was so advanced that even clockmakers today can't exactly build it perfectly. It's too advanced. Now. Uh, you can look up online. I don't know if you got a computer handy, but you can search recreation of the Antikythera device. And if you look at the gearing, if you look at it was an ancient computer. is is basically a best way to describe it. So, this, so this thing was the equivalent of a jet plane in King Tut's tomb. That's what this was the equivalent of. And and the fucked up part about it is. Mainstream historians, mainstream archaeologists, the people that should be the ones figuring it out, don't talk about it. They act oh, like. Go ahead. I've got it. I've, I've got it pulled up. You want to see it? I, yeah. I mean, I've seen it, but show Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Pull this bit, Jamie. Jamie, pull it up. 
I'm Derek Pennell, Body Junior, a veteran. It's a commercial. We don't want that. Full-time roller skater. You want a commercial? It's unbelievable. So good. Amateur hour. Tax paperwork, oh, and then I can just coming. upload. It's coming, you guys. And you can't really go don't have to do any period. work. You can just take a picture. Here we go. This is the recreation, so let's see what it, what it says. That's what it looks yeah, like when you write it out. There's like 1,600 different gears. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at that. Just wait. That ain't, that ain't nothing. Wait. And these are all made of bronze or something? Yes, sir. Jeez. Look at that. What does it do? Well, he, he was saying it, it, it's like a calendar. It's, it's oh, basically, okay. it's basically so it is like a timekeeping device. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. It predicts the movement of the heavens. It even had, it even had a marble in there that was half black and half white to show the phases of the moon accurately. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. That's cool. Like constellations, like where the sun is and the constellations. Yeah. Reminds me, reminds me of the opening credit for the Game of Thrones sequence. Technology, technology like that is still difficult to make uh, to make it um, like perfect. But see the thing, I watched it, and they were trying to. They had like seven different theories of who might have made it, and because it only lines up perfectly with the heavens at thirty-five degrees longitude, mm. so. Okay, so they're trying to say that the only person that even had thoughts like this, let alone could build it, but had thoughts like this, was uh, Archimedes. Mm. And he lived at 37 degrees latitude, 150 miles away. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean he couldn't have traveled. That doesn't mean, you know what I mean? That was one of their theories. And another one of their theories was, now this is going to get crazy, so I'm trying to follow. Another one of their theories was that it was some kind of time machine. Dun, dun, dun. And then another theory was... DeLorean? Was, another theory was it was the time machine itself. And, and then another theory, well, you know, you got the alien theory, the, the aliens about it. You got the, on this show, they go in detail with each one of these theories and what evidence proves what, and all this and that. It might have been the best episode of that show they've probably ever made. I'm going to have to watch that, Larry Fishbone, History's Larry Greatest Fishbone. Mysteries. That's what my wife calls him, Larry, Larry Fishbone. Fucking Morpheus. Yep. I call him Morpheus. So, uh, yeah, that's super interesting. It's just like that out of place technology. Like the, um, if you watch enough ancient aliens, you'll see that uh, there's like a hammer, like the wedge of Ayud, and the hammer, the hammer, the hammer, hammer one, man. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've not watched a whole lot of that. The, the, so there's a hammer that they found. I don't remember the details, but the handle remember, of the hammer. What is it? I remember. You want to say? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. They, they found this hammer at a crazy depth. Now, I don't remember the depth exactly, but it was ridiculous. And the hammer was 
a perfect hammer. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it had a it not only did the head of the hammer wasn't even steel, it was alloy. Mm. It was alloy, oh. and the alloy did mm. this for thousands of years mm. after the the handle of the hammer was made of wood. Mm-hmm. It was turning into coal. It was carbonized. It was carbonized. Yeah. The wood handle was. That's how long it in the ground, and the actual uh, head of the hammer itself, because of the alloy, was starting to form whatever it forms. Like it forms like crystals, and like all kinds of weird shit happens when something's buried for thousands of years. And yeah, they can't explain it. They call it misplaced artifact. What do they call it? Something like that. Like right? Like a mis- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find a picture. Yeah. And then the wedge of Ayu, that's another crazy one. Is it is it the London hammer? Hold on. Yeah, this is it. The London hammer. Hold on. Let me get some uh, images of this real quick. Uh, Pretty much proves that modern humans was around hundreds of thousands of years before archaeology wants to admit. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I can't even find Here it is. Here we go. Let me look at it. London Hammer, here we go. You see that? I don't see it. Hold on, I got to put it on the on the somehow. Fuck it, never mind. But Kyle can see it. Look, so here's the thing, man. The handle, see this? The handle is th- is is literally in this piece of wood. It goes through the piece of uh, this stone, and the wood itself is turning into carbon. And they found this buried deep, deep under the ground, so deep that it's supposed to be. I don't know how old. Let me go back and see how old it's supposed to be. That rock around that hammer, the way that it did, we're talking about millions of years. Millions of years. They found it in 1936. Yeah. And let's see, what does it say? Does it, Wikipedia doesn't even say. It was encased in the low in rock from the lower Cretaceous. The lower Cretaceous is one. Let's see, 100 and let's see, what is this fucking? Oh, 126 to 117 million years ago. Yes. It would take a modern. Homo sapien to make that. A caveman didn't make that. A fucking dinosaur didn't make that. Somebody that knew how to create tools made that. And so, and the fucked up part about it is the the mainstream won't speak about it. If you ask them about it, they dodge it. You know? They don't want to be wrong. You know how they are. They're whole, you know, they write books and they're whole, you know, uh, Life has been about knowing the answers. And when some shit like that happens, it's like, what do they do? They can't rewrite history, but they should. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... I've never heard of this particular thing, but it's... um, Until now. But it's amazing. There's a bunch of things that they just won't seem to talk about, you know? Very true. A whole lot of interesting things that um, cast doubt on the accepted narrative that they just won't touch with a 49 and a half foot pole. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's not just that you got the back of the Carter bowl. You got the, uh, the wedge of IU. I mean, there's so many different things that cast. Yeah. Out. yeah I don't either. What, 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 what are the, those other two? What are the details of those others? All right. The wedge of IU is an alloy. It looks like a piece of landing gear for a UFO. It's like perfectly shaped. It's like, it looks like a, like a, 
shit. I don't know, like a piece of metal that's flat on the bottom, angled on the top, and it it looks like it connected to something. But anyway, they found this in an an archaeological dig, and it's made of some type of alloy, and the alloy that they test, they drew a hole because you know they test all this shit the best they can. They drew a hole to take a sample, and the people that took the sample said that the metal, the alloy that's in this, is not from Earth. No shit, really. It's like the it's like the uh, dagger they found in King Tut's tomb, where it, it was a steel dagger or, or iron or whatever iron, right? It was meteoric uh, iron. Yes, yeah. They, they so it was before the Egyptians learned how to how to smelt iron ore. So where did the where did the iron blade come from? It turns out it came from a meteorite. Yeah, yeah. And you know how hard it is to form a meteorite. If they're so brittle. If you if you try to heat them up and smack them like you would do regular steel, they'll just shatter. So to make a blade, you know the blade was in that tomb for however long and still really yeah. sharp. And it still has no rust on it. Yeah, it has no rust on it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. We're about to switch gears here because I got to ask you something. You got you got what? So we're gonna switch gears. I got to ask you something. Oh yeah, go ahead. I don't know if this was like some deep fake shit or if it was real. I think it might have been real. Uh, <clears throat> you know that shit happened in Tennessee, the shooting or whatever happened in Nashville. Or whatever. So Joe Biden is uh, walking towards the podium to speak to whoever about this situation, and they, he's got his mic. You know, he's mic'd up. And on the way to the podium, he's talking to a couple people about chocolate ice cream. Yeah, I remember. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, chocolate ice cream. I've got so much chocolate ice cream. It's just my favorite. And then he gets to the microphone and somebody asks him, Mr. President, about a shooting. And he said he went on about chocolate fucking ice cream on the microphone. He did. He said, he said, I got, I got a whole freezer full of it up in my room. You wouldn't believe me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this dude, he just fucking lost it. Lost his, he's lost it. He's lost it. This was crazy. this was this was when he was going to give a, a press release press conference about the Nashville shooting at the at the Christian school, and he, yeah. and he was he was laughing about the ice cream about chocolate ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I don't want him to die because if he dies, we get President fucking dude. for a year and a half. You think he's bad now? Oh. Well, oh, listen. Man. While we're talking about conspiracy theories and the president, I want to say Kyle mentioned to me a few times <laughs> a couple of things about um, Michelle Obama being a man. And oh, he, he, kept, he kept saying that, and I just kept laughing about it on the podcast. Like, yeah, I'm joking. yeah, she's, you know, she's kind of a manly lady. Uh, then I see super serious, man. I saw a video compilation of a bunch of people making the argument that Michelle Obama is a man, a transgender man, and then uh-huh. Barack, Obama, Barack Obama is a homosexual, and it's all been covered up. That his kids, his kids belong to a, a, a couple, a friend, a couple friend of theirs, and that Michelle's real name is Michael. What yeah, is it, Michael? Robinson, Michael Robinson, Michael Levon Robinson, or something. Big like, Mike. Yeah, 
And then, and then they show, then they show Barack Obama saying, "Yeah, Michael Michelle will be real mad at me if I did it more than once. More than once. Yeah, yeah. dozens of times he's referred to her as Mike." And to be honest with you, Barack Obama's like, he kind of comes across as he kind of comes across little as a gay, gay man. He little, does. Little gay, uh, he yeah. does come across like he's not effeminate, but yeah. he comes across a little bit like a it's gay like man. The type of dude who you know in real life and you you're like i mean this dude's you know he's not not like the manliest man but you don't necessarily think he's gay and then someone tells you he's gay and you're like oh okay. yeah that yeah sounds, yeah um and michelle is a big lady you know like she's a she's like a linebacker bro she's like, like as tall as barack they said yeah. look, look they, they said you can do the test um it was uh kind of physical uh, master's degree type of dude, right? He said the uh, the way you can tell, besides Adam's apples and shit like that, but they can shave those down. Yeah, the way you can tell, is man, if you take the width of his width of his head, it would it will always go. The width of his head times three is the width of his shoulders. Hmm. A woman, the width of his head, the width of her head, is not even close. And so they uh, they did a thing on the internet where they, uh, you know, whatever they do, they like remove her head and and, and her head fit perfectly three times in between. Wow. And, and plus, I seen her motherfucking fucking cock, dude. I, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I, I seen yeah. that one of the generous bouncing that skirt. That I, I'm convinced of. Dude, that, that as soon as I, as soon as you were done talking, that's what I was gonna say. The most compelling thing that I saw about this and the people say this is the most right-wing outlandish conspiracy theory and maybe it is no, it's but not. <laughs> but when she was dancing on the ellis ellen DeGeneres show and they slow no. down the camera and oh, they yeah. you they show you the crotch there's a moment more than one moment where she's shaking her hips and you just see whoop oh yeah you just see a little bump, little bump in her shorts and it's swinging, baby little my ass that bitch got a hog she's got a hog like a police baton yes she does <laughs> So I don't know if that's true, but if it were true, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means that what's your name was right. What's the old woman that said? Uh, yes, uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. No, not Jane Fonda. Um, not Jane Fonda. The lady who got all the plastic surgery. Um, Joan, Rivers. Joan Rivers. Do you know after she made that comment, she went in for routine surgery and she died? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Some some reporter is like, uh, he asked her something. Wouldn't it be great to have the first gay president? And she's like, oh, we've already had it with Barack Obama. And then, then yeah, like six months later, she's fucking dead. I heard that she said. Yeah. She said, uh, uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Obama's trans. Everyone knows that. That's what she said. Did y'all see, see that? Uh, that Anne Hay shit? No. Oh, you gotta look that shit up. Look, they said N. H. died in a car accident. Did hear about that? Listen, listen, though, listen. She was making a movie about Epstein. Ooh. Yeah, she's been a, she's been a her whole life. She's been fighting for children's rights and shit. And she was making a movie uh, about the Lolita Express and the island and everything. Right? She had people that were playing Prince Andrew. She didn't call him Prince Andrew, but you could tell that's who was supposed to be and bill clinton didn't call him bill clinton but you could tell that's who was supposed to be like, mm, all sure right crashed her car now, you gotta look this up because this is real she crashed her car and she said on the news that she died on impact 
right? And when they were pulling the body towards the ambulance, she fucking fought the body bag open and fought. Yeah, this video. What? And she fought the guys. They shoved her in the ambulance to slam the door. She wasn't dead on impact, bro. They what? Not only did they murder that and Hesh and Hesh. Not only did they murder that bitch, but they bought the movie Miramax crushed it. What? Yeah. Look it up, bro. If you don't believe it, you gotta see the video her fight now. Look it up right now. Hold on. They say they say the same thing about um Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell from Lincoln Park, too. Or no, Chris Cornell's not from Lincoln Park, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, they say that they both had some kind of information about some kind of sex trafficking ring. And oh got, my got, god, Anne Hayes wakes up in a body bag. Hold on, wait, she bites the body bag open. If she was dead on impact, how does she right cross that dude? All right, hold on, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get this for you. Here we go, unbelievable. Oh my God! Here we go. Where is it? New surveillance video shows Hage barreling through an alleyway, nearly hitting a pedestrian. Ash was reportedly speeding when she lost control and slammed into a home last Friday, setting the home and her car on fire. She's been in a coma ever since and on a ventilator. Bullshit. It's a movie was called Girl in the Motel, and and it is, is it? a movie about the sex trafficking industry that is going on, which is a multi-billion dollar interest. Grace has a history with drugs. She's There's nothing here that indicates that a crime has taken place. Richard Glass owned Glass Hair Design in Venice Beach, and less than an hour before Anne crashed her car into a nearby house, she popped into his shop to buy what? a wig. But Richard says he Let's didn't get to the action here, man. I'm trying to look at Anne Hayes in a green dress. Very, very cordial, very is that Terry Crews? Is that Terry Crews? Oh, right. oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. No shit, dude. Dude, and they said that this official story was that she died on impact. Did you kick Josh off? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So that is that was that the uh, official story that that she the died on? Story was she was brain dead on impact. How is she brain dead on impact? Is she fighting out the bag? She set out. She set up. I didn't know it was brain dead on impact. I thought it was dead dead on impact. Yeah, yeah, whatever. She was supposed to be dead, but she was dead enough to snatch the fuck out of and then you know what the other crazy part was? When they did the, the wide angle, the ambulance, right? The P You're frozen. That's right. He'll he should pop back. We'll see. Am I oh yeah, you're you're we hold on. Yeah, you're back. You're nope. Uh oh, there he goes. You, sh he you should be back off the screen. Am I still uh, You're good. All right. The, the, when they widened it out, I looked at it. The people that had her on that gurney, 
were wearing jeans, bro, and tennis shoes. They weren't even real fucking medics. They were hit. They were hitmen, bro. That's the hit. Agent forty-seven. So, what does it mean if if the public um, story is manipulated to to the, such a degree that the president of the United States could be a homosexual married to a transgender man with fake kids, and the whole world is 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 you know the wool pulled over the whole world's eyes, and Anne Heysha, a fucking very wealthy, very famous actress, gets murdered. And every and it's covered up, and and it's on the news and covered up and right in front of everyone's faces. What does that mean? That means, listen, bro. Everything after this is the official story is bullshit. If they, if somebody says the official story is everything after that is fucking horseshit. I pretty much agree with that completely. Now, you now heard, you heard it here first. I'm telling you, bro. The United States government, especially politicians. You just have to immediately assume they're lying through their teeth mm. at all times. They will never tell you the truth, never, ever tell you the truth. Even if it doesn't matter, they'll lie anyway. They're fucking demons, bro. And, and, and look, 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 look. I, I've been trying to figure out for myself, you know, Josh, is you a Democrat? Is you a Republican? What are, you know, I've been trying to figure this out, like, really in my mind. And so I'm watching Fox News. I'm watching regular news. Um, You know what? And they're both, one's worse than the other. I can't do it. The, all of them are fake as shit. I can't get behind none of it, dude. I feel disgusted about my country, dude. I feel disgusted about the leadership in this country. And I know that, you know, I enjoy, you know, things that this country can provide that, you know, I don't want to live in Guam. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like it here, but I'm just saying these fucking people are fucking demons, dude. They are the... I'm, I'm working on that. I don't know how to say it. Listen, the, 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 the culture, the, the state of the culture in the world, and in our country in particular, is, is bad enough. The fact that we've lost confidence in the legal system, we've lost confidence in the elections, we've lost confidence in the news... Like those three things are like I can't imagine a worse scenario in a third world country. I can't imagine. I don't believe anything I hear on the news anymore. I don't, you know, it's like I don't have faith in the system anymore. And I wonder how intentional that is. And if it is intentional, what in the fuck, man? Right. There was this dude on Joe Rogan that does these uh he does these polls three years, three years that he does them for three years at a time. Did you guys watch the most recent? I think it was like three guests ago. I'll never watch Rogan. Yeah, pro- probably not. I'm, I'm listening to the Rick Doblin one right now. Uh, well, check this. This guy does does these polls on college campuses and travels all over the world on his own dime doing these uh these things. And it was uh 38%, 38% of the people. Uh, hold on, let me get this right. Hold on, fuck that one. The one that was the craziest was 91% of American citizens will not wear an American flag on their shirt. The American flag now is a sign of hate. Really? Really, guys? Sorry, but I mean, it's real, dude. It's Would you real. wear an American flag shirt? 
I mean, it's not my taste, but I would. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Actually, basically the same way. My, my wife bought me a tank top a couple of years ago and I, and I don't wear, I don't wear tank tops cause I, they're for women as far as I'm concerned, but she bought me one for the 4th of July with a picture of Ben Franklin on it with some cool ass sunglasses. And it says Ben drinking. <laughs> so we were drinking on the 4th of July. I thought that was appropriate. Chris, but, can you tell what I'm trying to do with this cursor that's on the screen? Trying to pick your nose with a cursor? What are you doing, man? Get that off the way. <laughs> it's distracting the um, shit out of me. That's why I brought. But listen, it up. let me let me change the subject. I want to while we're talking about Joe Rogan, I want to mention one thing. I uh, I've been a little concerned lately about my memory. Like I'm yeah. starting to notice. Starting to get that ginkgo biloba. I'm starting starting to notice like uh, more and more trouble um, when I'm trying to come up with a word. Or uh, Kyle mentioned to me once before, like how many times I said something to him that we already talked about. And it just bothers me that that that's happening. So I, I I got some supplements for my brain and my memory. And one of the supplements I got was uh, Alpha, Alpha Brain, brain. which is which is one of Joe Rogan's supplements. He's been selling on on it for a long time. And he he said, and I've heard him say many times that Alpha Brain will give you crazy dreams. Yeah, it does. Oh my word! Part of, I, I wonder like, how- like, like Channel Zero, like crazy dreams. Let me tell you, the first night. I took Alpha Brain, went to bed. That weekend, we took the girls to a trampoline park, which is like a big indoor warehouse, nothing but trampolines. You jump around, I, I listen, trampolines. I, I listen to the podcast. You heard that. Man. So, so um, I was just coming fresh off of this trampoline experience where I was jumping up and down. I dreamt all night long that I jumped up in the air and then flew like Superman. I flew all night long, just flying around the world, having a blast. When I woke up in the morning, it was like I was never asleep. The dream was so vivid. It was like I went to bed, had my pimp-ass adventure flying in the sky, and then woke up, woke up, and it was done with my flying and back to Earth. Did you feel rested at all? Not really. Not really. Not that first night. But when I woke up, I said to myself, Hell yes. I had a great time last night. Yeah. I had a great time. I had a fucking adventure flying around. It was amazing. That's cool. And every night since then, I've had crazy dreams. I had a dream last night. I met Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream last night that I was in a cab or a car and with Joe Rogan. And I remember reaching into my pocket and pulling out one of these two tongues podcast stickers I had in my pocket and I went to get, I went to give it to him and it was all, it was all tattered up. It was all torn. And I was like, Oh shit, that one's torn. Let me get you another one, Joe. And I reach in my pocket and I get another one and I hand it to him and I tell him about the podcast. It was just the craziest shit. And it's the most vivid, like it's the most vivid dream. It's like, you don't, you don't know that you're dreaming when you're dreaming, but it was like more real than that. Super intense. Um, I had a dream I was chased by a bear. So all night long, I was terrified being chased by a bear. Um, you know, just how dreams are. But it was super, super intense. And I've been really enjoying it to where every night when I lay down and I take my alpha brain, I'm like, what's it going to be okay. tonight, Chris? What's it going to be tonight? Have you tried to influence it? Can no. you lucid dream? Oh. No, it's not like a lucid dream, I don't think. I wonder if it would be easier to attain lucidity in a dream if you were taking Alpha Brain. It might be. Because it's so outrageous that you could be like, this is a fucking dream. I had such a good time in my dream. I had such a good time, dude. You have good recall of it? Um, it start, it's faded, but like 
usually they fade really quickly and you don't even remember the details. These I maintained like details throughout the day. So it was, it was more like memorable. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I had a sexy dream about my wife. Oh, and it was like all night long me trying to get her, you know, and it was just nonstop. Every time we, every time we got done, I was just cornering her in another, in another place, going back to town all night long. It was intense, man. It was like it was like any dream you might have on a regular night, just ratchet it up to ten. Turn it up to eleven. Alpha Brain by On It. This is a good ad. We're gonna send this into Joe. This is gonna be an ad. What are you doing there, Josh? You falling asleep? Did I do that thing? I was working out. Yeah. No, you said you were working in the yard. What were you doing? No, 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 no. I, you know the driveway here is like ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see how many times I could go up and down the driveway without dying. <laughs> good man, good for you. So, like the fourth time, bro, like I'm fucked. Like I'm so tired, dude. My fucking hips hurt. My ankles hurt. My fucking body hurts. Good for you, man. Good. That's good, man. I'm proud of you. Did you take that uh, broken-ass toilet down to the garbage or is it still sitting in the garage at Grandpa's house? Uh, we threw that shit in the woods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's the thing about living living in the sticks. The woods oh, become yeah, the dude. garbage can. Never. What else you got, Josh? You want to you want to go to sleep, or you want you got something else you want to talk about? I'm here for you, brother. I told you I'm here. Whatever you need me to be here. I mean, I'm sure I can think of something else to talk about. <laughs> well, I had Michelle Obama's a man. I had uh, crazy. Um, so crazy. to go back to Michelle Obama's a man. <laughs> um, this is not about her. It's about Barack. But uh, I told you when you text me about that. Uh, do you the, about Larry Sinclair? Did you look that up? Uh. Uh-uh. You know about that, Josh? Larry Sinclair? I don't think so. Okay, so Larry Sinclair is this fella who was a male prostitute uh, in oh. the Chicago area. And he did and, a couple and got a dick from and, Brock. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> when Brock was a state senator, before he was the, the senator senator, he... Uh, they set up a little rendezvous, and uh, th- this guy says this anyway. This hasn't been confirmed by anybody but Larry Sinclair, but he says that um, he told Brock that he needed, uh, you know, a condition of the the rendezvous was that there needed to be some cocaine there. So Brock got the cocaine. Uh, they got into a limo together, and uh, Barack pulled out a package of crack cocaine mm. and a glass pipe. Mm. And started smoking crack mm. while Larry Sinclair was smoking Brock's pole. Whoa. That's what that's Larry Sinclair's story. That's, yeah, I've heard that story exactly like that. And there's also some uh some speculation. Do you remember Barack's pastor, that very controversial yeah, uh, black uh, preacher, yeah, yeah, Jeremiah yeah. Wright? Yes, yes. There's some speculation that they were um an item. <laughs> Really? Yeah. But it's all speculation, you know. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. I like to believe it just because, you know, I like, uh, I I want things to be true. See, I I don't, go ahead. uh, This indictment of Trump. See, listen, let me tell you something. This right here is the dumbest shit you could ever arrest that man for because this is the whole case, right? Like, he paid her off. Well, he didn't pay her off. He paid his lawyer. He paid his lawyer bill. Like his lawyer bill came and he paid it. And then his lawyer used the money to pay off Stormy Daniels. Mm. 
So they arrested him for using campaign funds to pay off the the prostitute. But it's a dead case because all he did was pay his lawyer bill. The lawyer did that shit. Plausible deniability. And yeah. it's going to skyrocket his popularity. Not only is he not going to go to jail, the fucking Trumpers are going to rise up. It's going to I think he's going to win this shit by a landslide, guys. I mean, I thought that last time, too. Yeah, I did, too. And I, I'm not saying that he didn't, to be fair. I'm saying that it, I, I believe, I don't know if I should say this outright on YouTube. You'll get in trouble for this kind of stuff. Um, I'm not 100% sure that all of that was legit. We'll just put it that way. I don't want to be too specific. And I have no reason to believe that they won't do that again. Zero reason to believe they won't do that again. So, so I, I've been listening to um, Vivek Ramaswamy. Who's, yeah, who's, yeah. who's going to be running for president as a Republican? He's an he's he's running. He's announced. He's from Cincinnati. He's from our relatively our neck of the woods, and he's a young Indian fella. And he's I like what I hear so far, man. And then you got DeSantis in the mix, and I wonder whether Trump's like just the just the overwhelming hate for Trump is going to put him at a disadvantage, mainly from moderate Republicans over someone like DeSantis or Ramaswamy? I don't think DeSantis has a chance in hell. You don't think? You know why? Why? Because Trump has already targeted him and is, because listen, in these, listen, in, in these, what you would call flyover states, you know what yep. I mean? All yep. the all the South, all that shit. They love fucking Trump. I don't know why, but they do. I mean, all these fucking states love Trump. And Trump is already hitting with little uh, insults and nicknames. And well, I don't know what he called them. I mean, there was some, I can't remember them all. He called him Rick DeSanctimonious, which yeah. is not his best work. Well, yeah. Well, all I'm saying is those those small little things by themselves almost completely removes him from the equation. You think? Oh, yeah. I'm not convinced of that, but see, it kind—it kind of seems to me like that worked really well against Hillary, but I'm not sure how well it's going to work against DeSantis in the primary. I don't—I don't know how well it's going to work. In fact, because to me, it comes across as uh, unnecessary, especially now. Like, if it—if it came down to Trump and DeSantis, go ahead, man. If you feel like you have to—if you feel like you have to be dirty, be dirty at that point. But why do it now? It doesn't seem appropriate to me. Because right? Trump. Trump is immature. He's the fucking, he's the fuck boy. And I'm telling you what, there's been lots of fuck boys that, <laughs> that love him for being a fuck boy. He, he is, I mean, he, he's the loudest fuck boy in the world. And all these trolls and fuck boys cheer for him. I mean, I don't like, uh, I, uh, like, I don't know. All right. So, you remember when Trump was president and he was some of the things he did and said on the podium and shit, right? Well, it was almost like a stand-up comedy routine. Like, yeah. I would phone calls like, Josh, turn on the motherfucking TV. Trump's making fun of retarded people. And I'm like, no, way, ain't doing that. And I turn on the TV and he's fucking, remember when he was doing that shit? Yeah, yeah, he was making fun of that reporter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then a couple weeks after that, Somebody called me and I'm like, dude, this dude is over in wherever that flood was in Cuba or whatever, throwing paper towels at people. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, 
doing that. You can't be doing that. And I turn on the TV, and he is fucking shooting. That's the one. So that one, I just don't really understand what the problem is. Like he he's in a like a shelter, and there's a crowd of people, and he's there, and he's like he's got paper towels, and he's like shooting them out. I just don't. I don't really understand what the big deal is. You know, like people made a huge deal out of that one. It's 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 comedic. And it's just, an, it's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not quite an insult, but on the edge of one. You know, it's like, um, I don't know, man. Not, <laughs> afraid, not afraid to clown people. And America, clown people. America loves that. They- <sighs> you're right. You're right about that. But that makes me think that we're living in idiocracy. That, that's we what are, makes me think. obviously. What are you talking uh, about? I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing that we're living in an idiocracy, but I do think that there's, you know, it's like when we talked about the crucible, you know, um, sometimes people deserve to be made to look fucking stupid. And Trump was great at that. Uh, and man, you go back to the Republican primaries when he won. He was fucking electric, man. He was so good. He was just dunking on all these fucking idiots. Um, you know, like uh, I forget what the have you have you seen Shane Gillis's stand up? Yeah, he talks Not about yet. it so good. He's talking about uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul's ugly. <laughs> so fucking yeah. funny, man. Um, Ted Cruz's dog wife. Like he just just talks shit the entire time. You're right. People eat that shit up. People listen. Um, Sony made a, a, a what's it called? They made like they told me they're like, listen, Trump and other countries like say the world stage, right? Trump is like that substitute teacher that you want to fuck with him like when he comes in your class you like you don't really respect him but you don't know what the fuck he's capable of and he's kind of scary a little bit that's how the world sees Donald Trump they make fun of him and all that shit but they know he'll lose his motherfucking mind he he's he will punch you in the face Joe Joe Biden wouldn't punch shit okay shit Donald Trump's the kind of guy that would send an ICBM into your living room. I mean, like, we need that. And I know it's ruling by fear and not respect, and that's awful and all that shit. But God damn it, I'll take it. At, at this point, our country looks so soft. I mean, we got these he, she's, and all this bullshit going on and all this fucking... I mean, come on, man. We need yeah. somebody to snatch his fucking balls up and get up there and 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 be a man's man and and tell Putin how it is. I mean, this man walked. Do you remember? Remember when Donald Trump walked through the demilitary zone into North Korea by himself? Yeah, it was badass, dude. It was badass. That was first shit. And then when he came back, that Chung Sung King or whatever the fuck his name is, he stopped pointing his missiles. He completely stopped. Donald Trump walked over in his country and punked him. I mean, what we need, we need somebody that's just crazy. I remember, do you remember when Trump, I can't remember who whose hand he was shaking, but he grabs another world leader's hand and he pulls them over to him. He you did remember? with a bunch of he just people. just pulls them over and shakes his hand like, this is, yeah, this, like we're going to do this on my terms. Yeah. 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 He's so, one that'll break your fucking knuckles, squeezing your hand just to make a I'm point. I'm sure, I'm sure. And that's who I want. That's who I want leading my country. I don't want this fucking guy that needs a diaper. I mean, this guy that's leading now, dude, it's like it embarrasses the nation. 
Listen, my desire to see Trump in office again has almost nothing to do with Trump as a person and almost everything to do with the amount of overreaction and hypocrisy poured poured on him for the last so many years. It's it's an insult not just to him, but to everybody who who doesn't agree with the fucking direction of culture today. And uh, I don't agree with so much of it. I feel like those people need to learn their lesson. They need to know that they can't push the world around. They can't push the country around. And their view is not the majority view, you know? And, And you can't keep lying to us. You can't keep lying to us blatantly and 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 acting like a hypocrite over and over and over again and expect that people are just going to fucking bend over and vote yeah. Democrat. You I, know? Totally, I totally agree with everything you just said. Preach. <laughs> and the worst part about it to me is that the Democrats used to be liberals. And they're not anymore. They're not even close to liberals anymore. They're the most authoritarian of all of them. It's 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 a complete 180 of the way it was when, when we were growing up, and I do not understand it. And there's people like members of our family, one of whom lives in your house right now, Josh, who doesn't understand that, who doesn't see that the left is not liberal anymore. They're like they're the fascists that they're pretending that that the, the right is, and it and I just I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. And it's and, and and it's more it's more apparent than ever because they 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 say when they're trying to get elected they say oh we're gonna bring the world together we're gonna do da 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 da. There's never been more separation between people in the history of my life. I can't. I can't remember when there was more separation between black and white and Democrat and Republican and never. Everything. I've never in my whole life. And I is mean, it good? it's not good. Not good for us. Not good for for black people, white people, Democrats, Republicans. The only people it's good for are politicians and mostly liberal left politicians. It's awful, dude. It's, and you know what? It's like I was telling mom. I said, dude, we just need to get it on. Just shoot the missiles. Let's just go. Let's just do it. Because I, you know, I, it's just like I feel like I live inside them or something. You know what I mean? I feel like let's just go. I got my shit. I got my shit. It's loaded. Let's just do it. Let's get it the fuck over with. It's because if I keep having to listen to this fucking idiot mumbling around, I mean, do you know about do you, do you guys know about the um, what's it called? Bricks, all that brick stuff. Bricks, uh, yeah. Brazil, you know, Russia, India, China, dude, uh, someone else, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran. They're about to fucking. Our money is worthless. It's going to be so worthless. What happens when we can't pay for nothing? When bread costs a hundred dollars a loaf, that shit. I think it's closer than ever. I think this shit could happen any minute. I've been hearing some. I've been hearing some shit on Twitter that, and like it's coming from fairly reputable sources that some people are kind of expecting something to go down tomorrow, like tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah. Like there's going to be some big drop in shit. It's funny you say that. Because I saw a clip, and again, listen, man, this is something I saw on Twitter, so who knows? But I saw a clip of a, a it was supposed to be a, a president of a country in Africa, Ghana, or, or I don't know what country. Maybe that's in South America. <laughs> My geography knowledge is limited, but it was a, it was like an African leader, and he was doing a press conference talking to the people, and he told them, "If you have money in dollars, if you have money in U.S. dollars, get don't it, get shit. it out of there." 
because very soon, you know, and you know, who knows, man, like I, I can tell you, I can tell you that a few years back, like 10 years back or so, there was something similar to this going on where they were saying that the euro was going to overtake the, the US dollar as the currency. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then then that's when um, that's when Greece went bankrupt and Ireland went bankrupt and there was all this trouble going on um, in the European Union and the euro suddenly all of a sudden didn't seem so good anymore and that just shit just, that shit just stopped. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment where they were trying to make that change from the U.S. dollar to the euro and this sounds similar to me like what they're talking about now. Oh no, yeah, this is times a million, bro. This the, these BRICS nations, their money is is backed by gold bullion. Yeah, dude, I've heard that Russia, all the sanction shit that we did, um, that it actually helped their economy because the, I forget what the reason was. But from what I understand, Russia's economy is doing pretty fucking well because we like forced people to start buying gas from. Them. I mean, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, like the, the amount that we cut off, um, like they're doing business with Saudi Arabia. I, I mean, you know, it, it, it's fucked up. We, we we've created a monster like we always do. Do you think that someone like Donald Trump, if they if he were to return to office, could could turn that around? Listen, this was Donald Trump. Listen, this was a leak. I don't know. This was a recording, okay, that I heard, um, and it wasn't like he was knew he was being recorded. It was uh somebody's mic was on, and he was talking to his son. Donald Trump was talking to his son, and his son straight up asked him if you get reelected, is there any way you can stop it? Right. And Donald Trump told his son, the minute he gets elected, all the funding for Ukraine stops right now. He said, the Ukraine has always been Russia. It's always been the USSR. He said, it's 3,600 miles away from the United States. Who cares what they're doing over there? They can't drain our economy. They're not even what I've been making since the beginning of it. They're not even part of NATO. They're nothing. Listen, this is the this is this this is this is the um, the, the core of it all, Chris. <sighs> okay, so <sighs> Joe Biden's brother and his son in the Clinton Foundation, okay, has been making tons of money in Ukraine, hand over fist, with with the guarantee that if anything happened, America would. Do what they could to protect them. Now, the Clinton Foundation made hundreds of billions, maybe trillions. I mean, even the Biden family made tons of money. And so, when this shit happened, and Biden became the president, do you know we've spent? We could have rebuilt the whole United States infrastructure three times over for the money we've given Ukraine. And what state are they? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, Dude, I'll get mad. I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, this, this shit is so I, heard, I, heard, I heard they approved some other, I, I thought it was a, over $100 billion that they're going to be sending again, more money to Ukraine. If that's the case, $100 billion, like that's like massive redistribution of wealth. Massive. $100 billion? It's a lot of fucking money. That's, they, that's could, they could have rebuilt every bridge, every street, every federal building, every school. The whole infrastructure of the whole United States three times over. What we were just talking about, the dollar potentially collapsing. I've heard a lot of people suggest that this is a big like money laundering thing so that they they can ship our money over somewhere else, have it like, you know, flipped over to some other kind of money. And, you know, we're like saving people's uh, 
you know, little nest eggs. Of course, bro. Of course. I've heard some stories about the Iraq war. All these wars, the, the military industrial complex, that's all they do is launder money. There's so much money to be made in a war. We have become, this country has become a country that relies on crisis. All we want to do is have fucking wars and, and vaccine and, and what do you call it? Uh, uh, pandemics. And you know how many billionaires turned billionaires during the pandemic? Nope. Uh, t- tons of them. All them, all them uh, pharmaceutical reps. All them, you know, they, you know, there was, they, I heard something like every 30 hours, another person was a billionaire. Shit, man. How do I get on that train? Every 30 hours for the whole Years we were locked down, and and all these people, these regular people that were suffering, and all these pharmaceutical people want made every thirty. It was like uh, every thirty-one hours or something like that. Another person got to a billion dollars, and the same thing with the war. The war is just making people rich, dude. That's why we want it. That's we're always going to be in some type of war because it makes so much money for everybody, all the politicians. The only way to stop this shit is to cut the head off the snake, bro. And I don't know if Donald Trump's the man. I don't know if he's going to be powerful enough to do it. But somebody's going to have to step up and change everything. What rule needs to be made? I'll tell you what rule needs to be made. There needs to be, you're not allowed to profit from campaign contributions. That's, That's the rule that needs to be made. You are not allowed to invest in anything that you have control over the outcome of. That's 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 what, that's how Pelosi got rich. You know, her husband dumped all that money into companies that she made sure it went the right way. It's fucked up. This is so crooked, bro. It's it makes me sick. This is I, no longer the country that that you can be proud of, dude. It's it's not. no. I, I'm with you, and it's very sad. Because the left, the left wants you to hate the United States in, by by principle, because because it's a racist country, because it's you know whatever it is, and the truth is that's not the reason we should we should be um, you know no longer proud to be a citizen of this country, but we shouldn't for all for all of those other reasons, you know what what do we stand for anymore? Nothing. It, Money. We don't stand. Dead, man. Kyle, what do you think about uh, – there was a story about um, some high-ranking Orthodox priest in the Ukraine that's been put on house arrest by Zelensky because he spoke out against – There's bad shit going down in Ukraine with Orthodox Christians. There's a monastery there called the Lavra. It's over a 1,000 years old, and uh, the, the Ukrainian government is, like, evicting them from it, and they're, you know, they're saying, no, we're not going to leave, and – Shit could get really bad. I mean, shit has gotten really bad for Orthodox Christians in that area of the world before. So I bet those Orthodox Christians are sending the proper messages. They're probably telling their people what's going on. And they don't want the people to know. Because if the people, if if everybody gets their shit together and they rise up, the government can't win. See, that's one thing that I've been thinking lately is that as much as I've never really been the guy to say this, religious faith is something that ties people together, mm-hmm. and it transcends race, and it transcends social economic class, and it transcends everything. 
if you have a common faith, that's something that unites people. And um, the government doesn't want that. This mm -hmm. is this is why the the religion is the huh? They want division. Exactly. Yeah. So so if you remember, uh, Karl Marx said that religion is the opiate of the masses. So Fucking so Car Karl Marx, you know, wanted to dismantle those religious ties that keep people together. And I see that happening now. And it's not just now. It's been happening for a long time, the weakening of, of, of kind of religious institutions. And I blame that partly on the government, but I also blame that partly on religion, like the Christian faith in this country. We, Kyle and I were talking about this. It's like, disgusting. It's evangelical. It's faith. It's, go ahead. Tell me what you yeah, think. I mean, that's exactly it. Like, what about it lights a fire under you? What about church? What about, what about evangelical Protestant church? gets you excited, motivates you, you know, it, it's, it's, it miss, it's missing something very important. And Kyle seems to think that, that, it, that, that thing that's missing in our religion is not missing in orthodoxy. And I think he might be right about that. I'd be right. He, he might, might be right not. about that. He very well could be right. I you saw know. people I saw people at that Orthodox Church, Josh. I saw one guy who was younger than me standing in front of me. He was probably, if I had to guess, I'd say he was no more than 30. Maybe he was in his uh, like late 20s. And he was dressed like a kid in his late 20s. Like he was he was going to get some pussy after church. And he, he comes into church by himself and stands there for two and a half hours doing the divine liturgy. Like what 28-year-old dude cares enough about their soul or, or religion to sit there in their fucking Sunday best with their hair slicked back, waiting for – I mean, who – I can't imagine being in that position when I was 28 years old. But this dude came all by himself and stood there and did that because he wanted to be there. You know? That's awesome. It's awesome, and it's fucking oh, baffling to me. That's, that's, that's tremendous. If I mean, people like that need to leave. You know? We need to get behind people – I don't sorry, right? You're gonna get me fucking riled up and shit. I don't wanna get all that. That's what we want. I know that's what you want, but I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that America and the West in general could use a little bit more of that, you know, um, that kind of something that is like overarching that people can bond over that draws people together as opposed to constantly pushing them apart. Um, and I, I, I'm a, I'm a stand for Orthodox Christianity. I think that if you have any inclination at all towards spiritual things, um, then give it a shot, man. At least, at least watch some videos, you know, yeah, uh, Kyle, I already looked into it probably a little more than I'm leading on. Um, let's Chris, hmm. I, I'm sick of asking you, but, yeah. uh, I am ready for my mystical experience, bro. Okay. I, I've never had one. And you're the only guy I know that can make it happen. So make it fucking happen, dude. Well, let me tell you this, man. Of all the different psychedelic substances that I've had experiences with, the, the one that I had a mystical experience with wasn't... LSD, it wasn't DMT, it wasn't the most powerful psychedelic, it was MDMA, and you ha have taken it and haven't had that experience, so I don't know what what makes the difference. No, I no, I did, 
Chris, I did. But you can't expect me to tell you all about it. That uh, can't put it in words. You, how, what am I supposed to say? Well, you, when you talk to me about it, you it sounded to me like you had, uh, you know, ve- that like overwhelming feeling of like um, love and and like peace and like everything's all right and like you had that you had that um, experience. But and that's great. But I wasn't in the correct mind state when I did it the last time, Chris. I okay. need to, I need to be thinking about and worried about what I'm talking, thinking, and worried about now. I need to put. I need, you know, at that point in time, I was just looking for a good time. I wasn't focused on nothing like this. If I, I, really- I think that you might want to bypass um, MDMA and go to something different. I mean, MDMA. Chris had his on that, but I have. I've heard way more people who have that kind of experience from mushrooms, mushrooms yeah. acid. No, I'm not taking acid, but no. I'll take. I'll take mushrooms. Okay, well we can we can make that happen. Why the uh, why the no on acid? Uh, do you want me to tell the story? Uh, all right. No, I mean I'll, you. I'll, I'll tell the story. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was 19 or 20. And I'm not going to say no names, but my buddy had cheeks, okay? And, uh, you know, he gave me a little piece or whatever, and he gave everybody a little piece. And I waited, and I didn't feel like nothing happened. And I'm bigger than him. I'm intimidating to him. You know, I tell him, it ain't working, bitch. You suck. Fuck you. He gave me a a piece of acid the size of a piece of chewing gum. It It was probably 100 hits, bro. I put that shit in my mouth <clears throat> and I sat in a complete dark room and watched a digital clock, a digital, not even a tick, a digital clock tick minutes for 17 hours. It was horrible, horrible experience. So I know I did too much. I fucked it up. It's my fault, blah, 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 blah blue, whatever. Okay. But I'm done with acid just because of that. I mean, it scares me too much. But I'll do mushrooms, I'll do MDMA. I won't do DMT, and I'm not ready for that yet. So I heard I heard a story that Rick Doblin was telling Joe Rogan uh, today about a uh, uh, somebody gave him um, ibogaine, which uh, people say ibogaine is not the psychedelic you want to try. It's it, it's very taxing. It, it's very hard on people psychologically. But he said that somebody gave it to him, and they gave him a bunch of LSD uh, because it takes a while for ibogaine to kick in. It takes like um, hours like three hours you do eat it and it takes three hours before you're tripping so he took a bunch of lsd so he was tripping on lsd and when the lsd came down he said he could he could feel the ibogaine coming on like just coming on slowly and he could hear it and i know that feeling because of dmt where where you know the world just goes away and what you hear is and it, you know it, it it, it, t- it spirals your consciousness into another dimension. And uh, he t- tells the story to Joe Rogan about the LSD wearing off and the Ibogaine kicking in and how he just, he was throwing up and throwing up and throwing up. And he was having all these crazy, like psychological, uh, you know, like quests, basically. Josh is falling asleep on a podcast for Christ's sake. Let me tell you that. <laughs> uh, but he said, he said he knew that when he came, when he was done with his trip, that he, as soon as he was done, he was going to get sick again. And he said he had this peace that washed over him 
where he was so exhausted he couldn't do anything else. And then the moment he woke up and he was fine, he starts throwing up again. Mm. He said he couldn't walk for a whole day, Damn. couldn't drive a car for a week. But he said, and he'll never do it again, but he said Ibogaine was by far the the psychedelic that transformed him the most. It was life-changing for him. I understand that there's tons of stories like this, Chris, but my biggest fear, that's even worse than my fear of heights. Like, you know how scared I am heights. My biggest fear in October, not being able to, I'm thinking. Not being able to what? Control what mm, Control what you're thinking. Well, this is the thing about about psychedelics, man, about that kind of a mystical experience is you have to learn to let go. You have to learn to go with it. And it, 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 there's something that comes up in religion. Like, I don't know if you know this, but Islam means um, submission, submission. And so you have to like you have to submit to the will of God. And when you're tripping, that's what you have to do. You have to be willing to go where it takes you. And at any time or any type of resistance that you kick back against it is going to give you a bad time because what you're doing is wrestling with the demon. What you're doing is wrestling with God himself. And you're not going to win that man. You are not going to win. You have to learn to just be okay with it. And I remember when I, when I, when I was in a DMT experience that was completely, completely crazy. I remember talking to myself and I remember saying, Yes, yes, yes. I kept repeating that. Like Daniel Bryan. Because I was trying to tell myself that I was giving myself permission to just whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And until I did that, I was like not having a good time, you know? And I don't know if that's a good time is the right way, right way of describing it, but you need you, – you can't fight it. You have to go with it. You have to let it wash you away. You have to become one with the experience, you know? But I like that you're exploring. I like that you're interested in this, Josh, for the right reasons. It makes me feel like hopeful, man. I and it makes me feel more inclined to try to facilitate that for you if I can. Uh, but it's important that your mind is in the right place and that the set and setting is right, which means you have to be comfortable where you are and you have to have no nothing to do. No, no one's going to ask you for anything or call you on the phone. You know what I mean? Preferably having someone that you're like comfortable with and trust and, and all that there with you is a good idea too. Yeah, that's a good idea. My brother, you, you know, I mean, I, I, you, I want to be the shaman, bro. I could be the shaman. You know what's funny about that, man? You want to be a shaman. I kind of want to be a shaman. <laughs> I, I heard a, I heard a thing the other day. It was about a, no, it might've been that, might've been that same podcast with uh, Rick Doblin. He's talking about these, um, uh, psychedelic assisted therapy, like therapists, people that do like PTSD therapy and stuff with people, uh, and they use psychedelics, but they have to be familiar with the psychedelics. They have to, sometimes they use them with the people that they're tripping with. And, uh, there's, there's a whole, like, I think it's at Harvard. There's a program for that now. And something about that's attractive to me, man. Can you see me as a shaman, bro? Believe it or not, somewhat. Yeah, you're gonna get Kyle. like a bone through your nose, Kyle. Can no, you see me as a shaman? No, 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 not in that sense. In the sense that you've already been through it, and if you, if anybody can help me, and if I need his help, I think you can help me through it. Yeah. What bothers What bothers me is that I don't have any medical expertise, and if if shit goes south, I don't know what to I don't know what to do. You know, I'm, I'm CPR certified. You can cut me in. I'll 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 be there. Hold on, time out. Why the fuck? Hold on. 
You ain't about to give me no shit that I need CPR from, dog. Uh, no, it's it's just a uh, just in case. You probably won't need it. No, you probably won't need it. But I have no idea. I have no idea what happens. He doesn't man. want you to be able to sue him. No, I would I never sue him. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, man. That's all. That's the only thing. Um, dude, you could shoot me in the dick. I wouldn't sue you, brother. I love you, man. I, you I love you too, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know. So, how long have you had the? How long have you been thinking about this? Good taking question. that, taking the trip. Uh, over maybe maybe fifteen months. He's asked me more than once about it. All right. So, was there something in particular that got you thinking about it, or? Um. Well, it was listening to podcasts. Uh, you know, different people. Listening to your podcast, listening to some people on Joe, listening to some people on Schultz. This, I mean, they even did. They would even talked about it on Drink Champs, and uh, lots of people had positive shit to say. Like, <clears throat> there's this one woman that was like, she had bad problems, and she started doing a microdose mm-hmm. of mushrooms, and it saved her life. Yeah, you know, and I'm not in the greatest place in my life either. So, I mean, something like yeah. this is needed for me, I think. Yeah, I, I can tell you I have a very little experience with microdosing, but I did try for a few days. Uh, and microdosing is, I mean, it was a very, very small amount. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't do it long enough to really be able to judge it. Uh, I can tell you that it it was a little bit distracting and disorienting, even just a little tiny bit that, that I took. It uh, wasn't enough for me to, like, function during the day. So I, did, I, didn't, I didn't like it. Otherwise, you're gonna need like four or five hours to yourself to do a full experience. You know, if I was gonna do that, I would probably have to be in Cleveland. I probably have to be with you, bro. Well, if you do that, the rest of my family is gonna have to not be here. That's the thing. It's like, what am I gonna do? Have you here doing that thing with the whole crew? I don't think so, man. You guys can come over to my house. Oh yeah, I mean, as long as you're around. Because if 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 I ever get to the point where the panic is starting to set in, I'm gonna need somebody that knows. Yeah. Well, some it's it's with something to think about, man. Well, I'll think about it. We'll figure it out. Book it, Dano. Book it. Make it happen. <sighs> All right, man. Well, what else? I'm gonna. I think we're gonna wrap this one up here, probably a little bit early, just in a few minutes. But what else we got? Any any other uh, topics? So I, I I wanted to talk to you about your uh, your trans episode. We we'll talk about that a little bit. Oh sure, yeah. Did you listen uh, to that one, Josh? Uh, I did. A, I did like a 17 minute episode called "What I What I Don't uh, Understand About Transgenderism." I listened yeah. to it. Thought it was good. Okay. I thought you made some good points. Well, appreciate it, man. What What were you gonna say, Kyle, about it? Um, so basically I think you made some good points too. Um, but I do think that you, you said that, uh, I probably thought you didn't go hard enough on them. And I think that's basically true. Um, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for this movement at all. I don't particularly care about tiptoeing around their feelings. Um, now I actually do have, I've had a, a little bit of a change in heart in that um, I, I don't know, like I don't, I never, you know, I, there's no part of me that wants to be violent with anyone, uh, but I, I did want 
to like embarrass them a lot. And now I do kind of feel like that's not going to help. You know, that's not going, these people who feel they've told themselves that they're marginalized, um, marginalizing them more, I don't think is going to help. I think it's going to push them deeper into it. Yeah. So I don't really know what to do about it, but I'm you want me to tell you what I think? Yep. I think about it. I think some people like feet. I think some people like fucking all kinds of weird shit. I think these this is this people's kink. Okay? This is this people. For sure. This these people like to do that shit because they fucking make their balls single. Whatever. But I'm not signing up to be part of your fucking kink freak show. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's it's not up to me to to accept and follow along with your, what are they called? Uh, sirs and ma'ams and all that, whatever that shit's called. Dims and zers. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you, you're in some kind of fucking, you're trying to live in your kink. And I didn't sign up to be in your kink. Fuck you. I'm not dealing with that shit. That shit to me is, I mean, I, you got me going. Listen, little fuck. No, no, no. That's a, listen, that's a solid point. The fact, the fact that we're that the society is demanding that people that everyone, bow, I don't want to say bow down, but that everybody go along with it participates in their that, fucking ink. That's asking. That's asking too much because yeah. it's asking. It's requiring that that people who don't even know you and don't participate in this have to go along with it and act it out. And something about that does not. I mean. It's like if I told you you had to walk on one leg or if I told you you had to fucking shave your head. It's like it's not fair to ask you to do that. And I think there's something there's something about that that's that's true. Um, but it, the deeper point is, why do I have to do something for you to feel like you're, you're being your genuine self? Why can't you just be what you are? That was the whole point of my thing. It's like be what you are. Just be yeah. what you fucking are. And you you are. Don't, you don't have not, to, I don't, I don't want to be violent. It's not like I want to smack these people or anything. Do what you want to do. Be yourself. But don't expect me to play along. It's not, it's not even expect. It's demand. Fuck demand. I'm not. I'm from a different time, bro. You, I, you're not going to demand me to do nothing. And if you try to demand me to do something, you might get hands laid on you, bro. I don't even know what to tell you. He's, I, listen, I don't like. I've never hit a woman. But if you got an Adam's apple, you might get stolen on. I, I mean, that's all I'm saying. So I'm not playing your games. I'm not participating in your fucking kink. And 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 the thing about it is that society, I don't know if society is the right word, but but something in society is is so trying to support this to the degree that it's completely one sided. It's it's like if if you don't participate in this, that you're at risk. You're at risk for violence. You're at risk for losing your job. You're at risk for being called all sorts of names and called out in public and 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 all kinds of all kinds of things. And it's like, when has this ever been okay for under any circumstances ever? Never in the history of time has this ever been acceptable, Chris. Ever in the history of time, you could go back. I know you're a historian. Go back and look. I mean, this has never been okay. It's nobody has ever participated in the kink unless they're into it themselves. That's These funny because that's one thing that these trans activists say. One of their uh, talking points is they'll say, "Well, there's evidence that people were trans in ancient Greece and ancient Rome." It's like I don't fucking care. I don't care if there were five trannies in, in ancient Greece. That has no relevance. They were wrong back then too. They weren't actually women. I'm sorry, dude. Oh. I don't know why the era that it happened in makes any fucking difference at all. 
Oh, and when they start talking that shit, like, uh, like, um, you know, that crazy shit, that shit, like, um, how was a good example? Like, <laughs> a man can be pregnant, or you know, mm-hmm. can weirdo shit. You know, I think Jordan Peterson says. It. Did you remember what Jordan Peterson says about that shit? I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably gonna fuck it up. But he fucking he he railroaded these bitches, and he told them exactly how it was. I do like Jordan Peterson. Oh yeah. Um. So, I yeah, I do think that you 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 went soft on him, but I understand why. Uh, another thing you said is that you thought that feminism was good at one point, and that uh, gender roles are not biologically defined. And I disagree with both of those things. I do not think that feminism was ever good. And I also think that gender roles are largely defined by, by biology. Well, gender roles are, are largely defined by biology. What are we going to do about these fucking teachers, bro? <sighs> these fucking fourth graders, how to suck dick. <laughs> I, I have an idea of what we could do to them. I mean, well, <sighs> Oh god! I mean, dude, I'm getting a headache. I don't even want to, this. Kid's crazy. Oh man, it's gone. It's gone way too far. Way too. It's gone way too far. Way too far. I agree with you on that. Uh, as soon as they start talking about kids, bringing kids into it, um, that they've lost. They lost the argument. They completely lost it. And the fact that there's enough support, uh, popular support, to like let this continue is completely baffling to me. Like, like I have no idea why it is that when they start talking about children being involved, why the whole world doesn't stand up and say, wait a fucking second. You can, as an adult, you can do what you want. But as soon as you start, as soon as you start bringing children into the mix, I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. You're trying to talk my fifth grade son into the fact that he might be a girl? I might have to fucking put a bomb in your car. <laughs> Like what? Oh, yeah, that's that's so that's the kind of thing that they are risking, and 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 the, the message from the from the media and from the world seems to be the people that would that would react violently to that are the bad guys, and I just don't understand that. I don't, I don't understand feel like that. they're the bad guys at all. I feel like they're the true patriots. I you gotta like- protect. You gotta protect. Protect your kids, man. That's our yeah. fucking. That's our biological imperative. Protect your kids. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I mean, it's to the point now where these teachers are brainwashing these kids and the kids go home and they say, hey, I'm I'm not a boy. I'm a they them now. And I want to change my name to fucking Tina or some shit. Um, And if the parents discourage that, the kid goes back to school, tells that fucking psychopath teacher and the psychopath (laughs) teacher gets your fucking kids taken away from you. It's unbelievable. Yep. So that's the systemic problem. It ain't racism. That's the systemic problem. It's the destruction of of parental authority. It's the destruction of the family. It's the it's the replacement of the family and the parental authority with the government. That is some fucking overreach, man. That is that is the fucking line that you cannot cross. And and shit, if that continues, it's not gonna end well for the fucking government. It's not gonna end well. Oh, yeah. It's not going to end well for the country. It's not going to end well for the economy. It's not going to end well for peace and prosperity. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. I'm just over here praying for Caesar, like always. 
I, I, I still don't understand what we're going to do to change all of this. We haven't been able to change anything for the last how long, but we're just going to keep doing things the exact same way. And it's going to, it's going to, it's going to work itself out. I just don't, I don't see it. Like I mean, praying for Caesar. Listen, I do want to, I do, I do want to say that I, as far as feminism goes, when I was describing it in that, in that episode, I said that the message is uh, to, the feminism was simple. And that is that a woman shouldn't be restricted to her biologically defined gender roles strictly because she's a woman that she should have the freedom to be different if she wants to be different and I, I still think i still think that's fine fine but that doesn't mean and i said this in the in the podcast there aren't extra steps that's the that's what that's the point that i want to i want to send home if you don't want to be a regular normie girl or boy fine <laughs> there are no extra steps needed be whatever you want. You don't have to chop anything off. Just be what you want to be. That's it. And you shouldn't be in any direction by a fucking teacher. And what worries me about that is I remember being a kid and thinking that my teachers, I remember thinking in certain ways that my teachers had an authority that my parents didn't have. I, I trusted them and believed them in ways more than I did my, my parents. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just to uh, address that Twitter follow of yours that I was interacting with, that person sucks. I don't know if you watch the podcast, but you suck. Uh, it's like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even mean. I, I was just stating my fucking case and they blocked me. You blocked me because you're a bitch. Whoever you, I hope you do listen to the podcast. You're a loser. So unblock me we can talk about it i'd be happy you can come on the podcast and we can talk about it info voy well, to, to be fair that that person said that uh they almost turned off the that episode of the podcast in my opening uh my opening yeah, paragraph because they're lame because all i said in my opening paragraph was i probably shouldn't say what i'm about to say because uh, you know I, I might be guilty of a microaggression because i might be i you know i might have some unconscious bias that i'm going to get in trouble for i was using all those lefty terms microaggression then they're too pussy to be in society true well you know and that's the whole point it's like you can't have a conversation if if the rules are going to be that i can't hurt your feelings if those are the rules then there is no free speech and you know what there is no dialogue there is no conversation and that seems to be what many people want they just want to be right and have no conversation and that's fucking going nowhere that's going nowhere true um, I was going to say something else about gender roles. Oh, uh, so I guess it just depends on what you mean by they should be able to do whatever they want. Um, it, you know, like we talked about this before. I don't think that women should be able to be soldiers. I don't think they should be able to be firefighters. I don't think they should be able to be cops. Um, and I don't care if you have outliers who can meet the requirements still no. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, if you're, I, I like, I don't understand what is your opposition to that? Well, like I said already, like last time we had this conversation, if a woman can pick me up on her shoulders and carry me off the battlefield, she can be in the army. 
That's what I think. If she uh, wants to be in the army, she can be in the army. You you don't see how we did that, and it opened the door to how we have you know these like trans people and you know. Well, if we, you know, the slippery slope is a fair argument. It's a fair argument. I don't know the answer. The to slippery that. slope is there's no argument against it at this point. Like the slippery slope is a fact of life at this. But point. there, but there needn't there needn't have been. It's like. I don't know why the slippery slope exists, but it doesn't seem to me that it needs to exist. If a woman, if two women do the fucking uh, basic training and one one of the women it can do it and the other woman can't, Ooh. guess who gets to be in the army? The one who can and everyone else can't and that's fucking it. You know, I don't understand the fucking what's where where's the problem? Where's the problem? The problem was every opportunity but if they can't do it, they can't do it. If they can't do it, they can't do it. That's exactly right. That's just never how it works. If Listen, if I can't be a graceful ballerina, then I don't get to be a fucking ballerina. And that's all there is to it. If I was a woman, maybe my chances would be would be better, you know? Yeah. And being a transgender woman is not going to make that any fucking better for me. I'm going to be just as awkward. <laughs> you know, just as awkward, man. Yeah. I think uh, you'd, you'd make... That beard, you'd be a terrible transgender woman. All right, guys. It's an hour and 36 minutes. I say we call it. Yeah, motherfucker. I love you both, man. I got to jump up off of you. All right. Love you, dude. We'll talk to you. Latris on the menges. See you, man. See you, Josh. Love you. Love you. I'm trying to get him off of here. <laughs> Turn it off. All right. Well, I don't want to stream. Kick him off. There we go. All right. All right. Any any final remarks, Kyle? Mm, like, comment, subscribe. You know, leave us a little comment on this video. This uh, one, this one was all over the this place. This one this one offered a lot of opportunity for comments, you guys. So uh yeah, dude. If you yeah. know anything about the Acometherium device, Antikythera mechanism. That's but here's what I the said. thing. Here's the thing. Listen. My brother's from uh, a different generation than, than I am, than Kyle and I are, and the world is is in a whole different place culturally. It's a whole different generation, the, the, the Zoomers, let's say. Um, I don't feel like I belong to the culture anymore. I think, it's, I think it's passed me by. So I'm a relic, just like my brother, just like my father, just like my grandfather. We're relics of another time, but we're still here, and we're still part of it, and it, we need to be accounted for. And, you know, the Zoomers and all of the all of the – people that we would consider radical in many ways, maybe you're the future and that's fine. But the future ain't now, buddy. The future ain't now. We're still here. We have to be accounted for. We have to be reconciled to one another. We have to have peace. We have to communicate. And you have to understand there are people like this that exist. Maybe most of us, maybe most of us. So your time will come. In the meantime, you got to figure out how to, how to reconcile. You got to figure out how to make peace and how to compromise. You're not right. You're fucking not right all the time. Nobody is. What else, Kyle? I just think that you, you said that these people with their progressive ideas or maybe you're the future. I have a feeling that things are going to change. I have a feeling that um, God is going to throw a wrench into the gears and that it's going to force people to become more traditional and more conservative. Um, we'll see what that is. Maybe it's this uh, this supposed dollar crash that's going to happen tomorrow i certainly hope not but tomorrow tomorrow brings what it brings you guys yes indeed and with that Peace. cue the music well there you have it that's one avenue explored 
but infinitely more still to go. I hope you enjoyed thinking along with us. I know, I know. It's not easy work. Thinking. It's hard and full of uncertainties, but I'm grateful for the company as we trek through this together. Here's to hoping that the juice is worth the squeeze. See what I did there? Let's find out together in the next episode. <laughs>